Hi everyone, my name is Miles Surratt and I serve as the Associate Director of Student Involvement and Leadership at Clemson University. Today we've got a special edition of the podcast for a big announcement. I'm going to be retiring as the uh, NASA uh, podcast host and handing it over to Dr. John Mark Day. So we're going to reminisce a bit, get to know John Mark, and, uh, and talk about the future of the podcast. So first off, let's introduce you or sort of reintroduce you to Dr. John Mark Day. So John Mark serves as the Director of Leadership and Campus Life at Oklahoma State University. We first met John Mark when he coordinated a session of the 2017 NASA Annual Conference uh, with a session titled Creative Leadership, the Arts as a Tool for Engagement and Inclusion, which was one of the featured sessions of the SLPKC at that particular conference. And John Mark's been hanging around with the KC ever since. Um, uh, so John Mark was on an episode again this past spring and serves on the leadership team here for the KC. So, John Mark completed his undergraduate work at uh, TCU and holds master's degrees from TCU and Dallas Theological Seminary and earned his doctorate from Vanderbilt. So let's welcome John Mark. Hey, it's really good to be here. I'm excited to uh, get to talk with you and, and see where we're going with this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm excited too. So John Mark, what have you, uh, what have you been up to since we last talked? Well, yeah, so professionally, we've been having a lot of really exciting things happen here at OSU uh, as it pertains to getting more students involved in leadership. We've uh, been expanding some of our leadership abroad offerings, building some new leadership development cohorts. And so I've gotten to really get to explore and play around with ideas of what does it mean for our students to learn and grow as leaders. Uh, personally, I got married just about a month and a half ago, and so uh, I'm still trying to transition back into the real world after um, honeymoon life and everything. And so things have been pretty pretty exciting, and we're looking forward to a really cool future. Great. Great. Well, that's that's wonderful. All, all exciting news. So I know you just got married from your honeymoon in Italy, so... Uh, how are your pasta making skills now? You know, I have to say that's something that, that we are very proud of. Um, we took a bunch of cooking classes while we were in Italy, and so now every Sunday night is homemade pasta night, and so we've mastered uh, gnocchi and cavatelli and spaghetti. And I went to a, I had my physical this week, and they told me I need to cut back on pasta, and I said, <laughs> nope, I'm, that's, I'm sorry. That's What other options are there? So, so um, we are fu fully entrenched into Sunday night pasta night, which has become a really good family tradition for us. Oh, do you like have the you like have one of the like metal machines with the roller? We got a KitchenAid for as a wedding gift mm -hmm. with and it's got mm -hmm. a pasta maker attachment. And so okay. what I what I have learned is that you know making fresh pasta is really intimidating. It's mm. it's really easy to do as long as you have the like you know seven hundred dollars worth of equipment to do it, then it's <laughs> then it's great. Um, but it's actually it's it's a really it was a good feeling of pride and accomplishment when we when we started doing this for the first time because you start working this dough and it's it's tough and it doesn't come together and then all of a sudden it just kind of flips a corner and it's smooth and it rolls out and it looks like pasta and you're like man I I accomplished something so yeah we've been making that every Sunday night gosh I wonder what that I wonder what that analogy you know I feel like <laughs> that analogy could be applied to student development or like leadership yeah, like, development not, there's a, a lot there Yes, I'm not going to try to push this metaphor too hard this morning, but um, yeah, I think it, it, it was one of those things. It's cool every so often when you do get to see something that seems so unapproachable uh, and you actually figure out how to, how to do it. And I think in our careers, the, the further 
we get away from our own education, I think it's, it's harder to remember those moments. And yeah, so even little things like that are cool reminders that sometimes you just, you just keep going and what seems really intimidating becomes something that you can absolutely do. Well, given the I'm right already tools. looking. Yes, given the right, well, I'm already looking forward to attending pasta making as student development, uh, the John Mark Day presentation at the next <laughs> annual conference in 2020. So I love it. I think it's going to be. I think it'll, it'll be a hands-on, yeah, hands-on cooking class and all that. It'll be a, a, a super popular session. So everybody, come on. It will be. It will be. Uh, yeah, we have a we have a real uh, affinity for pasta in our house. We don't make it ourselves, but we do eat uh, more pasta than we should. So uh, it's a real uh, pasta. Just keeps, you know. You can like you can make a lasagna or like a big batch of spaghetti on like Sunday, and then you can eat up on that like really through the week. That's right. Uh, which is which is nice. Um, Alrighty, well, John Mark, tell us a, a little about the lens through which you view your leadership. You're taking over this podcast. You're going to be hosting the the National Leadership Podcast. You're going to be asking questions of all sorts of interesting folks. So tell us a little bit about uh, a little bit about how you how you view leadership. Yeah, so I you know I've come to this work really through the work that I did on college campuses, working with students as they were transitioning in to college. You know, when I was at TCU, I oversaw our new student programs and. What I thought was so interesting in my job was while my title was around the first year experience and focused on incoming students, where I spent most of my time was in developing the student leaders who would be responsible for developing mm -hmm. those students and just watching student progression in their own leadership identity, their own understanding of themselves as leaders has been such a joy and a privilege in the work that we do. You know, my philosophy now you know, there fewer than one-third of adults in the United States of America have a college degree. And so that means when we are working with college students, the fact that they have the opportunity to be in college means that they also have a responsibility to be leaders. What I tell students is when you walk onto a college campus, you give up the right to say, I don't matter. You have an opportunity that most people don't have. And our job as student affairs professionals, as leadership development professionals, is to help those students learn to lead well, help them learn to lead ethically, responsibly, and to make a really good difference with the opportunity that they have been given. You know, I think it's an extraordinary privilege to get to do the work that mm -hmm. we do mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, our students are fantastic and, and their potential is limitless and to get to be a part of that journey for a student is such an extraordinary honor and privilege and so you know that's kind of where I how I come to this work of leadership this really deep entrenched belief that it's a it's a responsibility that we carry with us as educators to make sure that we are really providing the solid a leadership education for our students. And so I'm really excited to get to talk about that with our uh, listeners, with the folks in the uh, leadership education and development community and, and see where we go and what this means for us going forward. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I'm excited to see, excited to, to get to be a, a passenger on the journey where, where that's going to take us. So, so tell us, what are you, uh, what are you excited about uh, with uh, working with the podcast? You know, and I, th I think it's that. I think it's excited to really talk with people who are shaping these ideas of what leadership is, what leadership does, and what it means for us. You know, leadership is one of those terms that 
almost means so many things that it means nothing, right? Everybody says this is leadership, and there's so many different definitions and ideas around what that means that I'm really excited to get to talk to people who are actually staking claims and saying this is what leadership is, this is the potential, and this is how you develop it well. Uh, and, and expanding some of these ideas, I'm excited to look at leadership in new ways, uh, new conceptions of, of leaderships, new perspectives and lenses on it, uh, really all geared toward how do we empower our students to make a positive difference in their communities. I think it's going to be super exciting uh, to get to talk with these folks. Malza, I love the work that you have done in building up this podcast and you know, having such interesting and cool people who are really affecting awesome change in the world of leadership. And I'm really excited to get to continue that and get to continue that conversation. Awesome. So, awesome. Uh, yeah, so along those lines, Miles, I know that you are used to asking the questions around here, but you know, as we're going to ease you into retirement, I think it's time to ask you some things and, and, and hear your perspective. So I hope you're, I hope you're ready uh, to, to come with some answers. Yeah, yeah. Every uh, every night that my uh, that my three year old and my six month old wake me up, I feel a little bit closer to retirement, uh, just <laughs> mentally. So, uh, so I I, I feel uh, last night was one of those nights. So I feel I feel prepared. Let's let's do. It. That's good. Hopefully, these questions won't be quite as repetitive. Um, I I think I want. I'm not going to ask why quite as much as a three year old normally does. Uh, <laughs> Tell us, you know, looking back on your time doing this, this podcast, what has surprised you the most about this process? Um, you know, I, I, I think the thing that has surprised um, me the most is um, people's different approaches and different ways of finding meaning in, uh, in leadership. I think you'll find you know, through the, I don't know, 50 some episodes that we've, that we've done over the last couple of years, you're going to find people with like vastly different perspectives on leadership education and, uh, and, and in some ways polar opposite. And, um, and I think the thing that I've, I've come to learn is that I have a certain kind of, I have a lens, I have a, you know, it's sort of like any kind of uh, like personal bias that you would have. I have a, a bias towards certain types of leadership that I connect with. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that I've learned that there are really um, smart, engaging, well-intentioned people who are, doing, uh, who are doing leadership work that is very genuine to them. Uh, and I think it's very genuine to, to students um, that is just different than my like, personal thoughts, my personal perspective my personal bias towards like what leadership is and, you know, and that's, you know, and my, and that perspective is earned and, and I've, you know, spent a lot of time thinking and studying about it. It's not, you know, it's, but it's just, it's, it's limited to my perspective. And so I think I've been surprised by how much I found um, wisdom and, um, and uh, genuineness in, uh, approaches to leadership education that are just very different than what I am naturally drawn to. I think that that's, I think that that's been uh, surprising to me, and and I think has made me really optimistic about the work that is being done, uh, the work that's being done on college campuses related to leadership education. 
Mm, I love that. I think, yeah, you know, it's, it's so easy to read something that somebody has written and, and put out there and just really quickly dismiss it. But, you know, having the opportunity to talk to somebody and hearing their story and understanding how they come with that perspective, I think you're right. I think that's such a cool uh, experience and opportunity for all of us to get to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what's been the, the most meaningful part of, of doing this podcast for you? Well, uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I have asked uh, similar questions on many circumstances and gotten a lot of uh, non-answers, so I'm going to give you one now. Uh, now that it's my turn to, it's good practice, I turn guess, to yeah. It, yeah, now that's my turn to give a non-answer. Um, I think that there's two parts that have been really meaningful. Um, I, I think one personally meaningful thing for me that, that has been impactful as a part of the podcast, and, and I would say is just sort of an, I would say is really what I would offer as a call to uh, what I would call a selfish call for why professional engagement matters is that, um, you know, this podcast was really born out of just an idea that I had while I was working on webinars for the KC, and I thought that this would be a new way to have a conversation. And I think it's, it's really been born out that way. Um, and, you know, it was just sort of a step that I, a step that I took and kind of uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe more of a leap to mix my metaphors or, you know, to extend the sort of physical metaphor that I'm making. Um, but, uh, you know, it was just something new. And as a part of doing that, I um, have gotten this wonderful opportunity to, I, I am someone like if, uh, you know, if you're someone who believes that uh, believes in the afterlife and believes in sort of, to use a NBC term, uh, uh, believes in a bad place. My bad place would be a a, a room with a bunch of people I don't know with no context where I would just have to walk in and just sort of network and like bob around. Um, That would be, that would be sort of like the worst outcome for me. Um, And, uh, and so the idea of like networking to me is something that causes me like a fair amount of what I think is fair to say is anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so this opportunity has been a very meaningful relational way for me to get to know incredible people across the country um, that are committed and passionate and excited about the same things that I am. It's really made um, it's really broadened my horizons as, a, as an educator and as a professional. I think that this story for me personally, through relationships like the one that you and I have now, but also you know many other relationships that I've formed with guests or people that we've partnered with or whatever the case may be, has been a real success story about why selfishly we should all be engaging in in, uh, in, in professional engagement and why connections like the one that I've had with NASA via this podcast has been uh, incredibly meaningful for me. Um, I've learned so much and I have gotten to know so many, uh, so many wonderful people in a way that has really changed my, my career for the better. Um, so selfishly, that's sort of the, the, the thing that's been meaningful for me. Uh, I would say uh, in a more sort of service-based kind of idea, which is equally true for me, is that I, I do think that what I, I hoped that this would become, it has become. I do believe that it has become a new outlet and a new format for uh, leadership educators to have a conversation. I think that it's been, um, you know, I think it's been open, it's been educational, and I think, you know, we've gotten a a lot of really positive, meaningful feedback from folks who uh, this has been a 
a really good learning experience for them as well. Um, and so, um, you know, I think that I think that the podcast to this point has done what we hoped it would, and I and I'm really optimistic and uh, really optimistic and hopeful about about where you're going to be taking things. So that that's definitely sort of the my non-answer about the most meaningful part. Well, I think that's really cool, and, and I think that's maybe less of a non-answer than you thought it was going to be. I mean, I think that there's some, there's some real richness and, and some truth to some of those things, and I've uh, got me spinning off in a couple of different directions. We could do a whole podcast episode on leadership lessons from the good place, right? I mean, that show is just so rich, and there's a ton of things we can pull from different places. So oh, I love that. I love that show. It's yeah, so good. it's yeah, so yeah, good. and it's sort of a surprisingly really good and, and deep show that's come up. Well, as I've never uh, I've never experienced a plot. The thing about that show, I mean, there's many the 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 way they've made philosophy entertaining is really fascinating. But the yeah. the thing that surprises me the most about that show is how it feels like the plot is stalling out like three times a season and then it spins in a whole different direction that you never imagined. Like, you know, there's some shows where it's like, okay, they've created a plot structure that is like sustaining and I understand where we're going and it's going to, you know, we're going to have some twists and turns. Like I think of Game of Thrones that way, right? Like yeah. there's a narrative, but there's a structure. Whereas like the good place feels like it's like, it, it, it's like about to stop and then start something brand new, like three times a season in a way that it has this momentum that I've never experienced in a TV show before that I think is really cool. So, yeah, but, yeah. I, I agree. I, you know, one of the things I always have such respect for is these shows that create what you think is the entire work content of their universe. You think I've got a good handle on what this universe is. And then something happens where you realize, oh, that was just a really small piece of what this universe of this show actually is. So you're yeah. right, there's, there's so many different places. And yeah, I'm learning a bunch about philosophy and things that I was never really interested <laughs> yeah. in to learn about. So they've snuck that in pretty well, I think. Yeah, experiential learning. Congratulations. That's right. Absolutely. I, I hate it when I learn and I wasn't expecting to. So, um, well... So, you know, having built this podcast up and the, learning the things that you have learned by doing this, what advice do you have for me going forward as we, as we try to keep up this momentum? Uh, yeah, I would say, um, you know, I would say there are um, keep, you know, keep, uh, keep the podcast open to, to anybody that wants to come on. I mean, folks may not you know, folks who have been listening may not know this or they may not think that they have something to, to see and share, but the podcast has always been open and continues to be open. If you, if you, if you are a leadership uh, educator, we, you know, uh, we in the past, and I would really recommend to, to keep doing this. If you want to come on the show, send an email to nasaleaderpodcast.gmail.com, and, and, and I, I suspect that, you know, that John can hear you on that and wants to talk to you. It's all, the door has always been open. Um, and, and I, I would suggest keeping it that way. And I think that you'll find, um, I think that you'll find really, uh, wonderful folks through that. And, and, you know, I would say, and I would sort of make a call to everybody who's listening, um, that, you know, you've got something, you've got something to contribute. You've got something on your campus that, that is going on that's exciting. And, uh, and we want to, you know, and people want to hear about that. This is a humanizing process. That's the point of of the podcast is like, let's get out of the sort of, you know, the kind of confines that we can sometimes put ourselves in in academia. And like, let's just have a conversation and let's humanize what it is that you're doing, which I'm positive is really impactful, you know, is impactful. And it's worth sharing. This does not have to be a, a formal presentation or, or something 
or something that has to be, you know, rigorous to a certain standard. You know, like your learned experience is valuable to other people. So, you know, for folks who are listening, for folks who are leadership educators, send an email over to nestleaderpodcast at gmail.com and, and, you know, when, and people, people will, I will, and I've learned through doing this that other people want to hear about that. They want to know your story um, and they want to know the story of your students and your programs and how, you know, how, you know, what you're doing got you to that place. So I think that that's, you know, I think that that's important and I think, you know, just keep asking, um, you know, keep thinking about the questions that you're going to ask. That's what I would say. I think that, you know, you, you put together the questions for, for this conversation and I think, you know, the, I think we're, I think this is a really, really great start and I think the I think that's going to set us on a set us on a really good path as a as a um, as a knowledge community. Awesome. Well, yeah, I appreciate sort of that that wisdom and that advice and and you're right. I think there's such great opportunity to hear from people in a format like this what they're doing on their campuses, what they believe in. This is all about hearing people's stories and sharing ideas. And so I just think our opportunity to do that is really exciting, and, and I'm, I'm so looking forward to the stories that we're going to get to tell uh, going forward on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, John Mark, my last question, my very last one. Oh, man, I'm okay. I'm off into retirement after this one. Uh, where are we going with this podcast? What do you what do you hope to see and accomplish? Well, I you know I think you really hit it. I think just getting to tell stories of leadership, getting to really understand what is happening on college campuses, what people are doing, and and I, I want to hear the whole story. I want to hear the struggles. So many times you go to a conference mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you hear the great successes and the award-winning programs, um, or you hear about this thing that just launched, we don't have any data yet. I want to hear those things in between that, that where we struggled and where we have failed, and, but where we continue going and what are those things we can learn from. You know, I want to continue looking at leadership from different perspectives, uh, different intersections of people's experiences with leadership. I want to see uh, what their leadership story is, what their leadership journey is. And I want to really broaden this conversation. I mean, even as we've been talking today, you know, for me, it's spawned like five or six new ideas of conversations that we can have around leadership. And I want to keep digging into those, keep chasing those, and really understanding what this concept of leadership means for people. And I'm hopeful that this can be a, a tool for folks. I'm hopeful that this can be something that people can use to spark change and growth in their own journey as leadership educators. And I'm also hoping it's going to be fun for people, right? I want this to be something where we're getting to get to hear people's stories, getting to know them really well, uh, and really getting to dive into, again, how we help educate our students and those in our world to make a real positive change in their community. So I'm really excited about where we get to go from here. Good. Glad to, glad to hear it. I'm excited too. Yeah, awesome. Well, so I guess with that being said, Miles, I think we will, uh, we will let you sail off into uh, retirement. And so uh, thanks to everybody for joining us for this uh, special transition episode of the NASPA Leadership Podcast uh, presented by the NASPA Student Leadership Programs Knowledge Community. Huge thanks to Miles for his work creating this, envisioning it, developing it, uh, and running it. It is a huge honor for me to get to take this over, get to continue to work with it, knowing that you will 
still be around, uh, somebody that we'll get to share a lot of ideas with. Uh, for those who are listening, you can get more information about the Knowledge Community through our various social media outlets, uh, Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash SALEAD. You can look us up on Twitter at NASPA SLPKC or Instagram at NASPA underscore SLPKC. Uh, you can also c connect with either one of us, Miles or myself, on Twitter. Uh, Miles is at Miles underscore Sarai, and I am at John Mark Day. Uh, and Again, like Miles said, if you are interested in being a guest on the podcast, if you have things you want to talk about as it regards to leadership, if you have people that we should be connecting with and talking to or talking about, we would love to hear from you. So please email us at naspaleaderpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Miles, any last words of wisdom as we, uh, as we transition out? Oh, I, I, I don't know that I've ever had a single uh, word of wisdom, um, but I don't know that I have any last ones or ones to begin with, but yeah, y'all are in good hands with John Mark, so I hope, it's, uh, hope the conversation uh, keeps going forward, and I, I'm looking forward to actually listening to the podcast now, so I won't have to listen to my own voice. So that'll be good. That's, that's fair. Uh, that's my greatest fear going forward is listening to myself online. But we'll, we'll deal with that. So thank you, Miles. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, and be on the lookout for some new episodes coming soon. Thanks a lot.